Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back once again to the VOV Network, where great things are always happening. It's uh, Saturday morning once again, and we are here live. Uh, I'm Brian Murray. I'm the co-founder of the VOV Network. I'm joined this morning by Mina. Say say hello to everyone, Mina. Aloha. Aloha. That's right. <laughs> well, welcome back once again to the VOV Network. Today, uh, we're going to be doing a, a live stream, as you can obviously tell. And uh, we have a, a topic I think is going to uh, engender a lot of different discussion by a lot of different people, because we really are going to focus in in a relationship or in healthy relationships, are your expectations of your partner, or your significant other, unrealistic? Uh, and we're going to take a look at what that means and, and, and take a deep dive into uh, just some of the different things that, you know, maybe could be unrealistic. Maybe they are more realistic, but we really hope that you guys can share some of your opinions and your feedback because that's going to be the most most critical piece. Uh, Mina, what do you want to add on that before we before we get started here? I think I would add that some of us might have to go back to previous relationships to think about our expectations. So let's do that also. All right. Well, without further ado, let's just get into it. Welcome back, everyone. All right. So as Mina was saying, you know, we're talking about um, expectations and relationships. And, you know, a lot of times we first get into you're meeting someone, you're, you're trying to lay a foundation for a new relationship. You kind of have to stop and ask yourself, you know, am I being reasonable or unreasonable in the things that I expect, right, in, in the relationship? And, and what does that look like in those particular situations? Uh, so that's what we we're going to talk about today. I have a, a list of a few things. I mean, I know you you kind of looked at this a, a little bit, but uh, I, I want to just start out by talking about from a relationship standpoint. I think one of the things that a lot of us, we all grew up watching Disney movies and these kinds of things, you know, so you've got the, the princess of Cinderella, Prince Charming, all these different things. So you get these romantic type images of how people should be and how they should act in relationships. And oddly enough, uh, sometimes those things actually do drive um, how we look at ourselves and think about relationships or set the expectations for relationships. So that's one of the things that I wanted to definitely bring in is to talk about that a little bit. So from an expectation standpoint for you, Mina, what would you say are some of the things that you see as a priority? Um, well, my biggest expectation is that uh, my significant other would be kind. Kindness is great for me. I, I, I'm very much attracted to that, to be kind. Uh, but I do have that. You talk about the fairy tales and um, I'm a dreamer, definitely a dreamer, always mm -hmm. have been. Mm -hmm. And so in my thoughts, I, I think I'm one that part of that generation that grew up with those fairy tales and the thought of, you know, how it should be, mm. how I think it should be. Right. Based on fairy tale, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what they call magical thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you expect it to be that way because maybe that's what you saw on TV or you read about in books growing up. And, but just because you think or see that 
it doesn't make it happen. It's not how it necessarily will be. And just because, like I say, I want someone that's kind and just because they're kind, they may not be that Prince Charming. It might be something else. And it doesn't mean it's not good, but it's just not that. (laughs) So if you're expecting that, you may not get it. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, And then if you do, it's kind of, when you do get it, it's like, what? What is this? <laughs> like, is this real? <laughs> is this real? Right. Because then you right, start, right, 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 start right. to doubt it, right? right. So it's that whole the whole thing about you kissing the frogs yeah. to find your yeah. Prince Charming kind of thing, right? Yes. And but then when all of a sudden one of those frogs does magically appear to be your yeah. Prince Charming, it's like, oh God, what do I do now? Because too I much. Make... <laughs> too so... much too fast. Too much. Too fast. Right? <laughs> so but you're wishing and you're hoping for it, and then when it happens. You don't even know what to do with it, right? So that's one of the challenges. Uh, So that just kind of comes back to from the standpoint of relationships uh, Mm -hmm. and one of the expectations I think a lot of people have is that it just should come naturally, right? It should just happen. Spontaneously combust and you meet somebody and, you know, it just (laughs) boom, right? Uh, but, but you know that's not the case, and I, I mean I know one of the things that you know, that you're involved in is uh, some of your makeup work and some of the things you do from oh, that yeah, standpoint. Yeah. So one of the analogies that they gave is probably the first time that you put makeup on your face, you didn't do a very good job. You didn't just come wait, naturally wait, to wake wait, up. Wait, I still make mistakes. When <laughs> I first started, I'd been wearing makeup all my adult life, and. <laughs> This is something I talk about all the time. I went on to do my eyebrows. You know, eyebrows, when you freehand eyebrows, they never are the same. We call them siblings, not (laughs) twins, because they're never the same. Right. I jacked those eyebrows up online in a live video so bad, even my brother was like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, well, I think it was, no, I think that wasn't the one my brother was on. That was my friend was on there saying right. something about that one, but, yeah. um, but yeah, it was, it was bad. Yeah. yeah. And and that's the thing. Um, you know, we have this expectation that the relationship is just going to, like I said, spontaneously combust. It's going to be natural. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything special or work at it or practice yeah. and those kinds of, and that's not true. No, so I think that's one of the expectations that we need to be cautious of is just expecting all of it to just happen naturally, mm-hmm. you know, from yes. that standpoint. Um, the other piece of it too, I mean, you know, you going back to the fairy tales and then you know, how some of us are raised and certain things to stick with you. So you've, we've all heard this when we're looking for a significant other, um, you're looking for somebody that's like your mom or like your dad, right. <laughs> from a, from a character and traits and those characteristics kind of standpoint. Right. Uh, and maybe that's, not the right expectation to have either because that might not actually be the best fit for you and your personality because the parent child relationship is a different relationship Mm -hmm. than a romantic interest. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're in a romantic interest situation, having that and what you're looking for is someone, I want, I want somebody who's just like my dad. Well, that might not be the right thing to look for. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that you could have expectations that you admire in your family members. For me, it was a brother that, well, both my, my, well, all three actually, they're such hard workers and 
um, the way they view work and they're just so tenacious. And, you know, I just, I mean, I want someone that works hard, but um, they're such go getters. You know, I just, I love to see that in, in a man that's just a go getter when it comes to work. Yeah. Not necessarily money, but work. Right. And and definitely is a quality that I like, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the, the the flip side of that coin is um, if if they are that dedicated to work, do they have time for the relationship? Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, depends. so it depends, right? So you know, there's a there's a balance to that for what it is that you do look for. Uh, yeah. What are some of the things? What What do you want to bring up off of your list, maybe right now? Of um, I, well, I brought up the magical thinking, and that was really important for me. Is um, that People sometimes have expectations and they think because they're, they've got this idea or whatever they're thinking in their head of what they want or expect out of a person that it's going to magically happen, that that's, they're going to do it or they're going to read minds or they're going to, you're going to get that. And it's not really giving that person a fair chance, right? But mm-hmm. you expect them to be that way just automatically. And then you're unhappy and you're disappointed because you didn't get that that magic that you thought you were going to have because you think it's just going to happen by osmosis somehow. By osmosis, right. I thought it. I Therefore, it should it. happen, right? <laughs> it's going to happen. Right. He's going to do it. <laughs> so right. that was one of the main things that I had. I wanted to bring up. And you have that disappointment and resentment for them not being what you had in your head that they didn't even know. Right. Right. Uh, mind reading. Right. I mean, because that was one of the things that I, I thought of, too. Um, you know, I mean, most of us don't have that skill as a, as a, <laughs> as a natural individual of being a mind reader. I'm not a mind reader. And I, I don't have a crystal ball, uh, any of those kind of things that's going to help. So you do have to communicate what it is you're thinking and what you expect. You can't really just think that the person's just going to figure it out. Right. Right. Um, we talked on, about that last week too, right? We, we did. We've talked or was about that, that this stuff. week. The recorded. Yes, we yeah. did. Yeah, we talked about that. Well, what I then want to want to layer on top of that, in addition to you know the mind reading piece, is if it's a feeling that you have, you know, if you're feeling a certain way or you're feeling a certain thing, and then you expect that other person to just somehow figure out what that feeling is and what's what the root of it is and, and all that um it's not gonna happen right we, mm-hmm. we we intuitively just generally can't read read minds and, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing so that's where we said from an expectation standpoint you need to actually share right what you're feeling and what you're thinking because if you're waiting for the other person mm-hmm. and as you, and you use the term that resentment and yes. those kinds of things yeah, it's going to be a, a natural place you're going to put yourself into because you're not being open and sharing what it is that you're really thinking and feeling at that time, right? Like maybe in a situation expecting them to know what they did, what they did, why you're upset, what you were expecting them to do that they didn't do. You know, what was it? You know, they're 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 you get you meet silence sometimes, you meet silence and you get that That's silence true. and you don't even know what you did. Or what, what it is. Maybe you didn't do anything. Yep. yep. Absolutely. It's very true. That expectation. So the other piece of it, too, um, when you talk about expectations is, you know, 
the majority of it is in our own head, right? Yeah. So we are we are looking at um, that from that standpoint. Uh, we have a comment too. I'll share that with everybody. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Trish. So yeah, it's very true. Uh, expectations must be first known and agreed upon. That's true, right? You know, you, you have to have that communication. That two way communication is a very important thing. Um, and I mean, I'm pretty good sometimes at you know reading minds. So I'm not. I'm never good at reading minds. But that's the whole point. Is you know you have to be able to share what it is you're thinking, what it is you're feeling in those particular times, right? Right. Right. What else do you have on your list you want to share at this point? Oh, my, my rest of my list is for the end. For the end? Okay. Well, I, I have a couple so. I, want, I, I want to get into here. Um, one is about spending time together from an expectation standpoint. Because people have, so that's a mixed bag. Certain people feel like, okay, you're my significant other, you're my person. So every free possible moment that you have, <laughs> my expectation is that you spend that time with me. You think that's reasonable? No, I don't think that's reasonable. But at the same time, I think that it's, that's, that's like a field of landmines there. Mm-hmm. Because... If you're that person and you know you're that person, because I can be that way, right? Right. So I know I'm that person. So for me, I like to say, okay, what is reasonable for us? Like, I don't want to be around too much or you at my house too much. You need your space. What is that? And if a person isn't uh, verbal enough about that or doesn't communicate enough about that, you can end up being around. Or together, too much. too much, right, right, too much, right. 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 Everybody so, has to communicate. Both parties have to communicate. Both parties need to communicate. Mm-hmm. And so then, let me ask this question. This is kind of for me, but also our audience out there, if you have a comment you want to chime in. In those situations where it's like, you know, time together and I want you all your spare time with me, you, do you think that there's a trust factor associated with that? Could be so some, not but tr- not always. Not always. No, it doesn't always be that. It's not always that. It could be, though. Could be. Could be. I mean, it could be. be. what you're dealing with. Great. Great. But, I I mean, if you have to do that, then if you feel like you have to do that, it's not there. Is that good or bad? It's bad. (laughs) If you feel like you have to do that. Yeah. Well... I mean, we all have our vices, I guess, in in, in different ways that we get into situations where uh, maybe because of past history and relationships, we have a tough time trusting in new relationships, whatever the history might be. So those things can play into, you know, that that time component of it. But definitely one of the uh, things you want to be cautious about when you talk about time. And as Mina said, I think that's a great way. Have the discussion about, you know, what is reasonable uh, from a spending time. Is it okay that, you know, I go play golf with my buddies uh, every Saturday? And is that a challenge for you uh, kind of thing? Um, how, how would you feel about that? But you have to have the discussion. You can't just do it right. and then expect the other person to. Oh, I know. I'm a man. I do what I want to do. <laughs> You're not my mom. What? <laughs> Well, that's a right? problem in the relationship right there, right? <laughs> yeah. And you're right. Some people are going to have that thought. So um, absolutely. Uh, she, 
shared another thought here. Yeah, so yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, love language. And, you know, I mean, that's maybe that's an episode we should do. You know, we've, we've kind of stayed away from the whole love languages thing. Yeah, but, we did. We did. You know, mm-hmm. but I, that might be a, a good topic to get into. So people have a better understanding mm-hmm. and feel for what your different love languages can be about. Yeah. Uh, date nights is, yeah. a, is another big one as, mm-hmm. as Trish missions here. So those types of things matter. Uh, and, but again, it's all about communication. Right. right. Having those discussions is, is right. what's really going to matter as far right. as that goes. Communication is always the key. We try not to harp on it too much, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is the communication. So, and you know, that's a good segue. Uh, well, her comment there about you no know, date night and those kinds of things, because the next mm-hmm. one I wanted to get to from an expectation standpoint is where's the romance? Right. Because yeah. when a relationship is new, you know, you, as we talked about before, you might bring flowers and you might do these different things, which are sweet <laughs> and and romantic. You get, you know, two or three years in and it's what, what was the, I think the one episode I did and we're talking about opening the car door. <laughs> and, yeah. right, and the guy was like, shit, open your own Stop. damn car door. You're done with that, right? <laughs> Don't start something you can't keep doing. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so from a, from a romance standpoint, I think it's important that, um, you be conscious of that. And like I said, there yeah. she mentioned, you know, date night and talking it through and, and, yeah. and making sure that that continues to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, a balance of, you know, the time, which we were just talking about spending time apart, but also making sure you, that you right. dedicate time together. Um, and then, you know, um, I was talking to a friend just the other day and this, this was a prime example. They had been together almost 30 years. And they eventually got divorced. Um, and just kind of getting on the what was the driver behind, you know, they said, we got to a point in our relationship where we did nothing together. You know, wow. I did my thing and went to play golf and took trips and went off to Vegas with the boys and this kind of thing. And, you know, she went shopping and went here and went there and did these different things. So we ended up just losing that connection. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's it's like that you wake up one day looking at the person going, who are you? Because, you know, we 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 don't relate anymore because we don't. So I think it's important that when you are having those discussions that you find time for individual things. But you also need to find that list of things that you really enjoy doing together. Right. And then make sure you find the time, plan the time to do those things together. I think it's going to be critically important that that happens. Right. It's the whole cultivating that relationship, right? Good, yeah. better relationships, having that good relationship, thinking about your relationship, not yeah. just oh, I need my free time, but work on the relationship as much as you work on the free time, right? Correct, absolutely. So I'm gonna bring the overlay in here. Uh, let's see if this will. Nope, it's not bringing yes, in the chat. It, it is. It is a choice. She was talking about love and marriage is a choice. Yeah, it's a choice it you is. make. It so is a choice you make. Work on it. It's not, right. it doesn't happen magically. Work right. on that relationship. Work on that relationship, right? And don't be afraid to communicate what you think or how you feel about the situation. So if you're talking about whether you need to have time or not to be off with your friends, be honest about it or just to have time alone. I know we were talking about um, yesterday, my friend and I were talking about introverts. And um, I was telling her about um, my daughter and and being an introvert 
I was just telling her about a situation. But sometimes you just, as an introvert, you need your time that that no one is around. You're like on your own. You need that. That mm-hmm. having all that that stimulus and all those people around all the time, you just need it. So um, even if it's just sitting at home, reading a book or watching a show or whatever, or just silence, it's it's good. It's good, yeah, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. you, we, we, one of us, I think it was when uh, right. needed to take a step back episode that right, we right, did, right, right. and we were talking mm-hmm. about needing that time to individually recharge, mm-hmm. right, and, and kind of reposition yourself, and how uh, in a relationship, making sure that both partners respect that time and the other partner, whatever that may be. It's a spa mm-hmm. day for one, it's a golf day for the other, but understanding right. what those things are that kind of light their fire. Right. And get, get mm-hmm. them a, a chance to kind of rejuvenate uh, is, is very important in, in the relationship itself. Right. Uh, another one I want to bring up, too, is uh, and it, it's interesting because, you know, romance is a big piece and continuing to stoke that fire. You want to make sure that you do that. But yeah, also understanding that over time, people will naturally change. So there's going to naturally be some mental change some emotional change and some physical change, right? So how do you deal with all of that too in the relationship? Because the person that you met 15, 20 years ago is not the same person at that point, if you know what I mean, because they've had some change happen, whether it's mentally, emotionally, or physically, right? Um, And understanding from an expectation standpoint that they're not going to be... the flip side of the coin is you're not either. Right. <laughs> so like we're, you're, you're laying down all of this judgment against right. them, not taking into account right. how you've probably changed also. Right. Uh, but realistically, there are people out there that are still pretty fit, that get older and stay fit, you know, mm-hmm. um, that still you know, look pretty good, right? If you're all about the physical thing, right? Mm -hmm. But the big thing is how you've grown together, your, your, your relationship, have you connected? Have you, you know, over that time that I think that's going to outweigh everything, how you feel and how you're connected. I don't think it's going to matter, but I don't know. I, um, I don't have any experience and I didn't read up on that before we did this stuff. Well, you know, when I say change, I mean, physically, obviously, we all change as, as mm-hmm. the years go by. But things like, for example, this is a great example. Uh, when you were younger, maybe you guys really enjoyed the nightclub. <laughs> now that you're a few years older, one yeah. of you has really gotten into the book club, which is a whole different <laughs> brand. But you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. appreciating and understanding, you know, that, hey, yeah, it used to be the nightclub for us, but now it's about right. the book club for me. And then how you as the other partner, how do you feel about that? You know, because you know, like book club, I don't get no, I don't have an interest. But when you first got together, neither of you had an interest in the book club. But now this changed for one, because those are the types of things that happen as life as life goes on, right? Right. But couldn't there be something out there that you both could enjoy together? Absolutely. That's not the book club. That's not the book club, right? Right. But, that and as the thing that we said though is that's not going to happen automatically. Yeah, that's intentional, right? right? Yeah, intentional. you have to 
to have the conversation and, and, and start to plan and do those things um, because can't read your mind, you know, don't understand what you're thinking. And again, thinking is one thing, feeling, and, we, and I mean, you know, we try to stay on that side of the fence a lot um, about feeling. You know, because what you're thinking is really you should try to express it in the terms mm -hmm. of, you know, what you're feeling, how it makes you feel, right. those types of things. That that's really what's going to matter, and helping the other person understand where you're yeah. coming from is expressing in the terms of feelings, right? Mm -hmm. So as as life goes on and you do start to change, as we all do, uh, we have to be uh, mm -hmm. open to share those different things. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. You're right. You're <laughs> right true. about that. Grown folks. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. Marriage is grown, grown folks. folks. I think mm -hmm. that um, everything we talk about every time we have a video, it's really about being intentional about whatever the, the subject is. You really have to think about what it is and make steps towards what you want, what's positive for you or whatever you're trying to work out, whatever the situation is it's really being intentional in it. And so growing and coming together in your relationship, if you really want that, it's going to take steps. steps. It doesn't just happen. That's what yep. we're talking about, basically. Yep. Yep. Uh, all relationships require work. And I mm -hmm. think that's another expectation that kind of ties back to what we said earlier about it's just going to happen naturally. Right. And uh, it, it's, it's work at the end of the day. And, you know, her comment, Trisha's comment there about, um, you know, it's for grown folks, yeah. basically meaning you have to approach it maturely. Uh, you have to understand that you have a role in continuing to push it forward. And that role never stops. You know, it, it's mm -hmm. it's an ongoing, living, breathing thing that you have to continue to. It's like a plant. You start watering the plant. What's going to happen to it? It's going to yeah, die. It's going to dry yeah. up and die. Like my grass. Every so often, every so often <laughs> you got to change the soil, put it yeah. in a bigger pot. Mm -hmm. Right. Those are all. So, if there's, that's a great way to compare what what it takes to keep a relationship blossoming and growing and and and, and getting stronger. Yep. Uh, but the thing is, from an expectation standpoint, what is your mindset about putting in that work? Because if you approach it from like it's just going to happen, and as long as I show up every day, it's kind of like going to work and you know clocking in and saying I'm just going to sit here. I don't have to do anything. I'm here. I've I've done my duty by just showing up, right? Yeah, I'm That's everything. It. I'm the queen. Shoot, they got everything in me. I'm here. I just gotta be me, and they should be happy. What else I gotta do? I'm here, I'm right? Here. Right. You should be uh, no. happy, right? You you should be satisfied. You should be happy. Right. That's all it takes. What else no. you expect? I'm here. Oh, you, you want me to cook a dinner? <laughs> I don't cook anymore. <laughs> what? Yeah, I want you to take me to dinner, right? What, is no, kind of what your mindset would be. However. Yeah, exactly. Take me to dinner. Um, what else? You you want physical? Oh, okay, is it your birthday? It's, it's your birthday. <laughs> what? Only birthday sex? See, that's what I'm Only talking about. That's what's birthdays and some holidays. <laughs> I was just playing. <laughs> I, I know. I know you. Too. I know you, you. You are playing on the right side, though, because that is what happens. That is exactly yeah. what happens when we get yeah. into, um, like, people get in relationships and shut down in that area. Like, how do you? 
you started out, you were doing something at least once a week. How you get in a relationship and you just stop? Like, I'm done. Child, you're not getting none. No, what? You want what? No, no, I don't feel like I'm tired. I mean, we have work. We have kids. We have things that just keep us going that we're just so tired. But you still got to remember your partner. You can't just you, leave them hanging out there because if you leave right. them hanging out there, you don't do something. Somebody else will come along and try to take care of them. It will right. happen. Right. So, and then it's and then you're it. pointing the finger the opposite direction at that point, right? I, yeah. You know, um, not even thinking that you shut down and you're not right. even trying to keep it going. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. No, you absolutely you're, you're a thousand percent correct. <laughs> we need to uh, plan on talking about that. No, it is part of expectation, though, because, yeah, you know, if, you, if you're sitting there and you're thinking that, you know, you're not fulfilling your partner's needs like you used to. Uh, and again, as we said, things change. But still, there's to keep that relationship fresh so it doesn't get stale. Um, you, you still need to have because the piece that obviously a, a good sex life brings in is that emotional bond. Mm. Right? That that's the, and if that starts to go south that starts to bring about challenges in any relationship, right? Yeah. Because you, you're not having that emotional connection anymore. You, you, you're, you're misaligned. So I think it's important that you realize, and then as you just said, and whether it's the man or the woman, if you're not giving them what they need emotionally and somebody else starts to feed that emotion for them, that you got a problem, right? Yeah. Now you have a real problem. It starts so, for a woman. It starts off in the head. Always. Always, mm-hmm. always, always. Doesn't have to be physical, but it can get there. It can get there. If right? you're not feeding them. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So it's important um, that you take that initiative, continue to water the plant, as I said earlier, uh, so it can continue to grow. And every now and then, like you said, you got to change the, change the soil and put it in a bigger pot, you know, whatever whatever you got to do because it, it needs attention. Right? That's right. That's what you have to do. Now, another piece I want to bring into talking about expectations is um, disagreements, arguments, those kind of things. Because some people take the position that if you are having arguments with someone that it's a bad relationship yeah and i don't think that that's necessarily true because disagreements are going to happen you mm-hmm. have two people who especially if they're strong-willed individuals who are trying to figure out a way to cohabitate coexist build right. a life together you're not always going to see eye to eye that's just that's going to be a, a natural part of it and even going back to her comment about, you know, you know basically marriage is for grown folks. Um, that's right. That's Trish. part of it. You know, um, you have to look at that and say, we disagree. Now, here's a question that I want to throw on top of that. If we are in a situation where you feel strongly about X, and it could be the, the, the man or the woman, it doesn't matter. Do you feel or do you have the expectation that whatever stance you've taken on whatever the subject is, that your significant other should have your back and take that same stance? Or do they have the freedom to disagree with you? Just not in public. Just not in public. So clarify that. What do you mean? They can disagree, just not in public. So in public, they should 
always have your back and be on your yeah. side. Mm-hmm. Or say when nothing. We come home, we can disagree. Do they, do they have to say something or can they just go, mm, no, I'm, just, I, mm. I, I disagree, but so I'm just not yeah. going to say anything. Or do they need to say, yeah, baby, you're right. I got your back. No, 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 no. Just don't say anything. Just don't say anything. Just hold it. You don't have to go against your beliefs and be all like, yeah, she's right. Yeah, yeah. No, just I'm going to step out of this conversation. It isn't for me. And and when you get home, baby, you know, I don't <laughs> agree with you on that. And you can go at it all day long at home and not agree right. and come to right. agree that you don't agree. But in public, mm-mm, don't. Mm-mm. We, we a team. We're together. We always together. Yeah. We're always right. together. At home, we disagree. Yep. 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 And Trish yep. agrees Trish. with you 100. percent So you, you got to get a vote. <laughs> you got one vote. I disagree with both of you, but that's that's all. Yeah. Right. No. You, because you got that's you. You have to do that. If you're I not doing that, you're not you. No. Actually, I do agree. <laughs> I agree actually oh, that do. in public, if if it's your significant other, you are a team. You are a unit. Yeah. You should show a unified front yeah. in public. And if you there is going to be a disagreement, you know, take it behind closed doors, yeah. right? But how many times have you seen that happen in other relationships in public yeah. where they get into those I've types of things, happen. right? I've seen that happen. Yeah. Man, gotta be, not always, but I'm thinking about a specific man. And right. Putting his chest out and he's got a, and he disagreeing with her all out in front of everybody. And it's like, you know, you guys could have talked about that at home. You just, you don't have to do that. And then right. bringing her along with him, like, oh, and she's embarrassed, you know? No. I yeah. even do that with my supervisor. Like, if he makes a stance about something, I'm not going to stand out there in public and just go straight against it. But if we're talking about something, we're having a discussion, and we don't we don't agree, but it's a discussion. He wants us to go ahead and chime in, and we're all having this what we believe, whatever, whatever. I do it. But if he's making a stance about something, he makes a stance. Make your stance, okay? Later, behind closed doors, when it's just me and him having a meeting, I'll say, you know. I'll tell him I'm not afraid of my supervisor. He's a good guy. And then yeah. I tell him, you know, I think, and then he'll give me his point. Oh, okay. He's so wise. He's so, so right. wise. But right. yeah. Yeah. I love right. my supervisor, but, um, but yeah. Relationship. No, you're right. Yeah. You, you, but like you say, you see this happen all the time when public mm-hmm. where they, they get into these tits with each other about tits and tats and tits and tats, this and tats, and they're going back and forth. And you're like, wait, you guys are supposed to be on the same side. Not that you don't yeah. have a right to disagree because it's going to happen, but mm-hmm. not in public. That's not where it should no, happen. No, we're king and queen together. There you go. Mm-hmm. Unified unified nation at that That's point. That's right. right? Mm-hmm. So Especially now, with the kids. Oh. <laughs> That's That's another video. That's a whole nother video. We're not getting into the yeah. unified front with the kids, but yeah, you're yes. right about that. So then uh, another thing I want to bring on, I was talking to a good friend of mine last weekend. We were sitting, we were having a couple of beers and just catching up. We hadn't sat for a while. And one of the things he had brought up was he had been kind of going through some counseling because he was having some challenges with one of, one of the relationships he was in. And the counselor basically said this to him, right? And the counselor said, listen, do you want to be right or do you want to be single? <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, I got it, right? Because that happens a lot. You know, we dig, we dig in, 
right? Yeah. And from mm-hmm. an expectation standpoint or whatever it is, and it's like, oh, I have to be right about this. But some being always being right is yeah. not right, if you know what no. I mean. It's yeah. not the right yeah. thing to do. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you, you have to be willing to, and I know, Mina, you say it all the time, pick your battles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some things aren't worth fighting over. Right. Let them but, but, and then we talked about compromise once mm-hmm. before. Um, mm-hmm. And in one of our videos, we might need to do a separate one just on compromise. Because right. the thing we got into in that discussion was the ability or the willingness to truly compromise, meaning Ooh. put it down and let it go. Right? Yeah, you're going to keep bringing it up, right? <laughs> because, you know, you sit here right now and you say, okay, well, I don't need to be right on this one thing. And so you say, I let it go. But yeah. But are you letting it go? Or is it that? Two days later at dinner, you, you know, you throw that jab punch about it. And then the two days after that, just before you go to bed, you throw another jab punch about it, which means you really haven't let it go. You're yeah. still hanging on to it. Right. Yeah. So that's the thing is, as she's saying here, you're right, but got to be grown about it. If you got to let it go, let it go. Guilty. Right? So that should be the expectation that you have is to say, all right. I don't need to be right always. This is a battle that I can put down and let go, right? Or it could be something you gave in on and said, I was going to just, we're just going to compromise. I'm going to let this go. And you didn't really want to, but you did it. You just weren't ready to let that go. Yeah. Right? So it's going to keep coming back because you weren't ready. You couldn't. Yep. You didn't have the ability to at that point. Yep, I agree. Maybe I agree. it cut really deep, whatever you were dealing with. <laughs> so I'm going to flip this over to something that's going to be a little bit funny for everybody out there as we go through it. <laughs> we did an episode uh, a couple of weeks back talking about flirting and, you know, is flirting oh, okay. and using sexual innuendo uh, cheating in a relationship. So it's a very good, very good video. So I want to kind of go back to that from an expectation standpoint. Okay. Obviously you're in a relationship. You have this expectation that the other person is going to be loyal to you, which is a reasonable expectation. There's nothing unreasonable about that. So you're walking down the street and that could be guy or girl. It doesn't matter. And this a very attractive guy or girl passes you walk in the opposite direction. And your expectation is that your significant other didn't notice right that in, in your mind that's what that's what, what what you're saying however you have to look at it from this standpoint if you noticed <laughs> trust me they noticed right because you know because you've already processed in your mind oh, he better not turn his head <laughs> so that means you, you saw it already so how is it that the expectation would be you would notice and it's it's and it's the person of the same sex, right? But they don't notice, right? Is is that reasonable? No. <laughs> no, I know you struggle with. I know you struggle with that one because it, it, it is a that's a challenging one, right? But yeah, you know, um, it's a good way to look at it, though. It is. Yeah, it is right because it's well, he like bet you, not. You, so, <laughs> Trisha is not at all. all right? We better so. find a way, find a way not to flip his head around. 
talk to me, turn around, look at me and say, honey, what did you do yesterday? <laughs> Something. You better find a way. Don't you, don't you, don't you. I'm walking next to you. Don't you, don't, don't do it. So I have, a, uh, again, I, I, I've started to kind of observe or talk to different friends and different couples about certain things. So as a, a husband and wife uh, that I know, and uh, they've come up with an interesting way of dealing with that. So instead of ignoring it, they actually call it out to talk about it. So if there's a woman that's <laughs> approaching and they're together, and he will like turn her. Do you see the boobs on that woman? Yeah, great. Uh, no. And then same thing, you know. She's like, "Look at that good-looking guy over. There. He's got great <laughs> muscles." I mean, you know. So, because it's obvious that they see these people, right? Now, so I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that is how they've chosen, yeah, to deal with the awkwardness of those situations. It's just actually call it out. Right? It works for them, right? It works for them. Okay. Right? I'm not saying it's, it, it's right or wrong, but no, it, it, it works, works for them. them. It keeps them out of having any disagreement or heartburn about it. Great. That's wonderful right. for them. Right. But I'm going to tell you, he bet not. <laughs> is that one? That's another one of your boundaries? Is that, is that what we're saying? <laughs> yeah. You can turn around and talk to me about my shoes, about the weather, about whatever. We could talk. Turn around and talk. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. As yeah. well as she says, you know, sort yeah. of giving permission for yeah. him to yeah. to look and mention it. I mean, yeah. that is how they work their relationship, and, and it it's works a, for them. And it works, and it's a two way street because <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. she'll be like, you know, oh, did you see that the arms on that guy? He must have been hitting the gym a lot, you know. And <laughs> so those are the comments she's making, yeah. or you know, yeah. those kind of yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, each relationship, like you said. But where yeah, does that come from? That goes all the way back to the beginning where we started this conversation, and that is communication. Yeah. You know, what what are those triggers within the relationship that may cause you problems? You identify those things, and then you figure out a way to get to a medium ground that that satisfies both people. So And that does. That works for them. That's great. That works, that works yeah. for them, right? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. And as she says, always prettier, thinner, brighter. That's yeah. the grass is always uh-huh. greener on the other side of the fence, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and then, you know, I want to go back one more time to uh, okay. one of the videos that we did recently where uh-huh. basically we were talking about, I think, the whole flirting thing, too. And it's like, hey, I'm not dead, you know? Right? <laughs> I mean, if I see, it's a, we're human beings, it's human nature. We see another attractive person. You know, not that we have to, you know, break our necks and fall off the curb trying to look at the person, but we are going to notice that because we, that's human nature, right? Uh, Men are attracted to women, women are attracted to men. And if if it's the other way around, where it's men to men or woman to woman, nothing wrong with that either. Whatever your attraction is, if you see someone that you go, wow, I, that person looks really, really good, right? Yeah. Human nature. Nothing, nothing we can do about that. But tying it back to expectation, I think the key is that it's it's hard for us to come into and open our minds to say, all right, I can't have the expectation that they're walking around with blinders on like this oh, yeah. and going, uh, you know, yeah. uh-huh. that's, that's an unrealistic, unrealistic expectation. Yeah. I, I think. Right? Yeah. 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 Hmm. But they're going to do it. 
<laughs> but don't do it. <laughs> He's going to distract himself somehow. That would be walking next to him. Don't do it. Mina Steele says don't do it. All right. Fair don't enough. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right. That's kind of what I have on my list. Mina, what, what did you want? I know you said you had some things you wanted to get into later. Um, there were some, some things that um, help with expectations. Um, I had wrote them down. And okay. um, it's kind of from, um, well, not kind of, it is from a therapy point of view, but it's not really therapy. But this guy came up with this uh, Fritz Perils, and it's verbatim from Gestalt therapy, but it's good. The, the statements are simple. It's nothing, nothing more involved. It's just really simple. So I, I really like it. Um, okay. So there's one, two, three, four statements. One is, I do my thing, you do your thing. It's not having that judgment of what they're doing, right? Okay, mm -hmm. but they better not look. Um, <laughs> we, we got that. Don't look. You got okay. that. Yeah. I and the other one, number two, I am not in this world to live up to your expectations. Oh. And you are not in this world to live up to mine. And then the oh, last one, yeah, mm -hmm, the last one, you are you and I am I. And if you, oh, and if by chance we find each other, it's beautiful. If not, it can't be helped. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and I got this whole thing from um, psychology.com. It was in an article in uh, psychology.com, but I thought they were interesting and they help, help you keep your, in the, keep you in the frame of mind of, you know, being easy on this. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm with Trish on this. She's like, hmm. <laughs> I mean, because it's good. I, I like yeah. the, I am not here to live up to your expectations. Yeah. You're not here to live up to mine. That's right. that's deep when you really start to, to, to dig right. into that a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah. you know, if by chance we meet, awesome. If by chance yeah. we don't, you know, it what is it meant what it to is. be, right? right? Mm -hmm. well, makes you think. It really makes you think. Yeah. So for those of you out there who might watch this uh, a little bit later on the the recording when it plays back please be sure to leave additional comments if you have any further thoughts or uh, just any, any things you'd like to share or express talking about reasonable versus unreasonable expectations and you know how that can kind of in some cases maybe wreck havoc on your relationship or if you have the right type of expectations and you're going about it the right way, can actually continue to grow and strengthen and build a relationship. So if you have some mm -hmm. things on that side of the fence, share those too. We we definitely like to hear those comments. Mm -hmm. I think it all is down to compromise, you know, like you said, you know, you have your expectations, but are they going to fit into it? Are they going to meet those? It's up mm -hmm. to them. They have a choice. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, she, has, she has a she has a point. Well, yeah, it's it seems cold, but you know, you have a choice on whether you like I said, just said on whether you want to live live up to those expectations. So I mean, have you ever met someone and you had this expect expectation of them and you wanted them to be your due or whatever and they choose not to because mm -hmm. they have that right. So um, you either 
deal with it or you end up moving on. So that's kind of what it is. Like, but if you're married, you're in a situation, you're going to be together. It's still kind of the same situation, but most people aren't going to divorce over an expectation, but it could be, it could be that serious of an expectation. And they're like, I'm tired. I can't deal with this. She has this expectation or he has this expectation. Like I could be married to someone and be saying, Hey, you're not going to turn around when I'm walking with you. when some pretty woman walks by and they get tired of it and be like, Oh, I can't deal with that. I got to go, you know? So it, it feeds into that. Like they have a right to be like, I'm not living up to that expectation. Goodbye. Or, yeah. okay, I can compromise on this and I can stay in it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Because com- psychology is all about emotion. I mean, it seems like it's it's about facts, but no, it's really about, well, it's about facts and emotion. Facts and emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it absolutely mm-hmm. is. Living yeah, in the real. Is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I hope we get to know these things before marriage. People don't always. I hope they do. Yeah. Sometimes they get married and don't really know the person like they think they do. Well, you would, you would like you, like she said there. You know, you would really hope that they have yeah. taken the time to. Um, well, the the other piece of it, last one, I want to go back to. I I kind of forgot that I wanted, but this is actually a good a good point for yeah. it. <laughs> we often make the mistake, and I say we on both sides of the fence, mm-hmm. of thinking we can change them. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll go into it going, okay, well, they got this and they got that, and that's okay, yeah. but this isn't this is kind of an issue for me. But you know what? Over time, I'm gonna fix that. I'm gonna change them. Right. Yeah. Or even not even like it's not a conscious, I'm going to change them, but it's going to change. You know, it's not okay. like I okay. can change okay. it, but we're, yeah. we're going to work on it. It's right. going to change. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Because everybody knows that you can't change somebody. Right. Everybody knows that, but at the same time, they want to change the situation. They want to change what's going on. You know what right. I mean? Right. Right. No. Or, Someone could be hiding, not intentionally or intentionally, that part of them, and you don't know it's there. You don't get to see it. You don't have an idea that it's there, and you get to know them even better, and oh, lo and behold, this is not okay for me. So let's talk about some old school relationship facts from the standpoint of, I mean, obviously we live in a different time today, and you know, you go back decades, and the standard was, uh, you know, no sex before marriage. You, you definitely didn't live together before you got married. All those kinds I still of things, did right? Sex before marriage, though. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> so, I, I, I and going. This goes back to Trisha's point. Um, yeah. If you are still an old school believer in some of those things, there's a lot you might not know about a person. Right. right. When you quote unquote jump the broom, as, yeah. as we say. Yeah. Uh, if you, you know, haven't really spent that mm-hmm. much time You're in right. that way with the person, right? Mm-hmm. Now, today, things have changed and it, we're mm-hmm. much more fluid and open with relationships. Right. You know, the stigma of sex before marriage and, and all these different kinds of things are not like it used to be. 
but still those those things can play into it and then going back to what you just said mina is there some covert stuff that's happening from oh, one side yeah. to the other you know the person's withholding oh um, yeah and then the, that brings the next question of what is the intent behind that <laughs> <laughs> trish says you've got to have sex right. before marriage that's the comment <laughs> that's on here right now you are so right <laughs> so uh the test drive is what i'm gonna call that <laughs> We are not cars. <laughs> sure we are. Kick the tires, you know, slam the oh, door. Look, un- look under the hood. Yeah. <laughs> you look under the hood. <laughs> anyway. But you still might, not, even after you do all that, you might not catch everything, you know? There might be some other things you don't see, don't know, you don't find out till way later. So the com- the complete freak comes out later. That's what you're saying. It ain't even. I'm not even talking about sex. There's other stuff. <laughs> I mean, there's sex, and then there's other stuff. You know that you don't know till later. Like things okay. that they, you know, they don't may not even know about themselves. It is going to be a learning because I guess that's the point. We, we um, that you. It's good you said that because. Mm-hmm. The two of you are joining into a union that's never been together before. So whatever right. your personality traits, whatever your characteristics are, whatever, you're going to bring some things out in them. They didn't know that they had. They're going to bring some things out in you. You didn't know you had because now you, there's this new union of attitudes and morals and values and personality traits and characteristics. And each one is a one-off, right? That one relationship right. is a unique relationship. So you're yeah, you're right. There's going to be some some growth dynamics and some change that's going to happen just because the two people are now together every day. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, it's like when you get off work, where are you going? Home. Who's at home? Your significant other. Right. Uh, it's not like you can go back to your old apartment and hide out. and, and mirrors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's right. Trish is right. And you know what, Trish? Oh, we got to say that because we have the podcast. Yes, I bear witness to smoke and mirrors. Lots of con artists out there. Not everyone in it is in it for the right reasons, but as a means to an end. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. They might be trying to get a green card. They might be trying to get (laughs) your money. They might be, you know, they might want to just enhance the money that they have, you know, by getting you, you know, there's maybe they just want to have a regular physical thing and don't mind getting married about it because they're just going to hang out. You know, you don't know. You don't know what that's about. Yeah. Yeah. I said, oh, watch this hand. So you don't know what's happening over here on this hand. Yeah. Yeah. You're confused, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's right. That, very important uh, that that you consider all those things uh, mm-hmm. and and getting into a relationship and then balancing what your expectations are going in, yeah. into the relationship. Right. Uh, watch out for key, this. Watch out and and you know ask the questions. Uh, and it's a two way street. You have to be open and honest. You want people to be open and honest with you. You have to be open and honest with them as well, right? Because yeah. that that feeds in both directions. Mm-hmm. Trish yeah. is right. She's on another one. You can be a come up for them. That's for sure. 
They might be struggling and add you to it. Yeah. They'll do a lot better financially. Could be that. Yeah. 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 That could be it. Yeah. I was talking with a friend about a situation where, oh, I can't, I won't talk about this because, no, never mind. Never mind. Okay. (laughs) Never mind. No, because it, it, it might, it, Somebody might hear it and know who it is, so I'm not going to. All right, much. fair enough. You should keep that. Keep that one to yourself. Keep it to myself. Uh, keep it to yourself. <laughs> I'm not calling. So me. we're going to get ready to transition into the the, the closeout for this today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I want to do is um, share a list, and this is a list of things mm-hmm. that take it with a grain of salt per se, but understand that these are some of the things that you can do to try to approach a relationship from a healthy expectation standpoint. And I actually got this from, of all people, uh, Tony Robbins and off the Tony Robbins uh, website. So I'm going to, I'm going to bring that in and we'll, we'll share that really quick for everybody to take a look at. But uh, just kind of some general rules and guidelines, and it's just some bullet points. I I haven't pulled it up yet. Sorry, 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 sorry. Don't make me go back now. He said, I promise I wasn't going to go there. So I'm going to leave that alone. Please don't. All right. <laughs> Patricia, get him. <laughs> so um, here we go. So healthy relationship expectations. And this was, again, a guy from TonyRobbins.com. So the number one, I think, is very important. And it's basically prioritize appreciation Sorry, over expectation. Basically meaning show that you appreciate the person, what the person does, appreciate the relationship, appreciate all the things that are going on, because that's going to bear more fruit than trying to hold them to a certain level of unreasonable expectation, right? So show the appreciation. That's very important. And we talked about Uh, the good feeling with that being on both sides. Correct. If you're not doing it, start doing it and see how it makes you feel. That's right. That's right. And then number two, um, which was on my list, because we, we recently did an uh, episode about what are your relationship deal makers and deal breakers. Mm-hmm. And compassion was uh, one of the top ones in my list of deal makers from a relationship standpoint. Mm-hmm. So express your compassion. And, and that's in, not just between the individuals in the relationship, but your compassions in life in general, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whatever it is that, you know, you have and um, that you're compassionate about, be engaged, be be forthright and, and upfront about those things because that's going to matter. So express what you're compassionate about. Right. And sometimes people don't talk about those things, even though they have it. They have they things that they're compassionate about. They think it's silly or or right. don't think anyone wants to hear it. But you know, they might be judged it. by it. Yeah, those kind of right. things. Right. And the relationship, like I said, that's the person in a relationship that you're in, there's, that's your ace. That's that's yeah. just that's, That's who's your in your right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you need to be able to to express and share those things and the feeling and why you feel that way about those things and all that openly and honestly, because uh, that's going to get you uh, a long way in, in building a a stronger foundation. And remember, we were talking earlier about the emotional connection in a relationship mm-hmm. and why that's important. And the compassion will certainly help also build that bridge and and keep it very solid as well. As well. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, show respect. 
And <laughs> that's that's as simple as, as as Mina said, walking down the street and she's like, You better not look <laughs> because we've talked not about that you. before. Right. Well, we've talked about that before, that that's disrespectful, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Again, not that... unless I'm sorry for cutting you off, but yeah. unless like Trish was saying, unless it's one of those situations, yeah. you know, where you've you've already talked out, you already planned this and you know you're gonna talk about it. So that's yep. not disrespectful. Yep, I agree. And she has a good comment here, too. I'm going to drop that in uh, so we can all see it. Uh, she says, I think that's why I'm still single, because we attract who we are. And as a healthy woman, I don't attract healthiness. <laughs> very, very true. Very well okay, said. I, I'm going to take that, too. Yeah. I'm going to take that. So, can I take that, Trish? <laughs> you Feel free to use it. It's, it's not public domain. It's out in the world. So, yeah. <laughs> so number four uh, on the list, uh, demonstrate consideration. Uh, and another good word to substitute is compromise. Because consideration and compromise are kind of interchangeable, I think, in that scenario. Yeah. Um, so very important that you demonstrate that, that you are willing to be considerate, that you're willing to compromise. Uh, and, and truly. I mean, I always come back to that because people are so guilty of saying they let it go, but really not. They're still holding on to it and showing in different ways. Uh, and that, that, that plays into the relationship and, and some negative behaviors. So if you're going to compromise, truly be able to truly compromise, put it down, let it go. Move on. Can I say something about the consideration? Sure. Another thing about consideration is just little things like, you know, you can't show up for something you say you're going to show up to or, you know, consideration. Let the person know, you know, just little things. Don't be so selfish that you can't do that. You grown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But let people know. Right. Right. That's that's right. grown folks. Like Trish said, grown folks. <laughs> grown. Grown. <laughs> Act like it. Yeah, uh, that would be it. nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, five, and we talked about this earlier, uh, mm -hmm. devote time to your partner. So whatever that means to you and your specific relationship, you know, we all have busy lives and right. your family and kids and work and, you know, all right. that kind of stuff. But you have to make it a priority for the relationship and the person that you're in a relationship with to have some dedicated, devoted time to them. Remember, uh, cause I, I shared it in one of the episodes not too long ago uh, when I was talking about the phones and you brought it up, you know, put the damn phone down. Right. <laughs> and now don't let it be a distraction when you're sitting and have a conversation or maybe a casual dinner uh, with your significant other be in the moment is mm -hmm. kind of how we describe that. And I think I was sharing that one of the habits I, have been trying to do when I can is if I'm meeting someone out, um, I try to leave the phone even in the car. I don't even take it into the restaurant with me so that even when they get up and go to the restroom or something like that, I don't pick up the phone and look at it. And, you know, because as I said, then, even though they are away from the table, when they come back, my mindsets now change because yeah. now I'm thinking about whatever it was, that I saw in the phone versus being in the moment with that person. So when you do devote that time, devote the time, meaning get up, get rid of all the other distractions as best you can and, right. and, and be there in the moment. 
for the person that you're in a relationship with. I think that's important. Um, number six, uh, never question the nature of the relationship. And Mina and I, we had a, a little bit of a challenge on this one to begin with, right? Because we're like, well, I don't know about that because there's some intent. And it goes back to what we were just sharing a moment ago about, you know, some people just to come up or this, that, and the other thing. Um, but how this really breaks out is this. It's not saying that you're not questioning um, issues within the relationship. It is saying don't think that it, the relationship itself is what the problem is. You want to figure out the, if you're having issues within the relationship, deal with the issue. Don't think that the relationship is the issue. Don't make that your immediate point that you jump to. This relationship's not working. Well, whoa, 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 wait, why? You know, what are the challenges that we're having within the relationship? And then address those things individually, one to one, before just saying it's the relationship as a, as a whole that's broken or that that's not working. So that's what they're talking right. about. Uh, I like number seven, uh, avoid repetition. Um, because, you know, that's, that's another challenge that comes into is I think, um, we get into that thing of, of re wash, rinse, repeat, you know, go to the same restaurant all the time, eat the same meal all the time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, that that can be a problem. And I see I see Trish had another comment. You want to read that off, everybody? <laughs> I thought you was gonna. You can't put it in. It's too big, huh? It might. Yeah, it might. It might not fit. I'll I try. A, I met a man recently who I went out with a few times for dinner. At our last dinner, who felt free enough to say to me that I'm too conservative and I needed to lower my standards. Lower my standards. <laughs> I was totally offended and never answered his call again the nerve i'm not desperate i know my worth and i'll just wait until i meet with the one who will connect with me where i am at. i where i am and grow from there that's a good good way to think about it but um sometimes they get these crazy ideas in their head and will tell you anything yeah sorry no 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 absolutely and i mean i want to because I know the the one key word she using is about know your worth, and I know yeah, that's a know big a big thing for you, right? Yeah. And when you when you talk about relationships, and, know your and worth. Know your worth, and and stand on that, right? Because yeah. that's an that's an important factor. Someone told me once I needed a leader. I was like, and it was a few years ago, and I've been here all these years on this earth taking care of myself. I, I need a leader. I mean, again. I don't have a boss. <laughs> a leader as in like you're supposed to say sir, yes, sir to every everything kind of well, leader. Or? He was he was he was a retired military person who was a he was a leader. And um he told me I needed a leader. So what I did was he was helping me put a table together in my house. He hmm. gave me this really nice table. And he was trying to get rid of it, but it was pretty new. And um, I took it. Yeah, oh, thank you. And he was putting it together with a screwdriver, but I had a drill. And I was like, you know what? I got a drill. Let's see if you do that side with the screwdriver. I'll do this side with the drill. Let's see drill. who gets it done first. Right. <laughs> that man didn't want to talk to me no more after he left. <laughs> but... 
you I weren't mean, doing a very good job of following the leader. I wasn't. I wasn't. But, you know, I don't mind following, but it's just like, don't tell me I need a leader. I don't stupid need a is leader. a stupid does, man. That, that, yeah, that, <laughs> that didn't make any sense. It did. Right. So let's anyway. jump on here to uh, number eight. Uh, never threaten your relationship. So I thought that that was an interesting one. So basically what they were saying is if there's something in the relationship that's not working, you're not feeling satisfied, use the threat of walking away from it as a way to get action out of whatever's going on. You like know? the ultimatum? So, yeah. It's like either you fix this or I'm leaving. I'm right leaving. Kind of thing, right? <laughs> I ain't never coming home. Um, because that in itself, I think in some ways is disrespectful. Now, obviously, if you have communicated and communicated and communicated and communicated and this now nothing, nothing's changed, now you're at a whole different level. Yes, because that's when you can go, all right, hey, listen, we've talked about this, I don't know, two dozen times now and zero has changed. So obviously it's not important to you. Then so I need to make a decision for me. Right. Mm -hmm. That's a different scenario, but just out of the gate when there is a issue or a challenge. And as we said, uh, within relationships, disagreements and arguments and different things are going to naturally happen when those things happen. Don't just, you know, immediately jump there to stand your ground and say, right. you know, either you agree with me or I'm, this relationship's over. It's like, whoa, whoa, that, that's a bit much. Right. I would say be ready if you do that. You better be, if you tell somebody that, you better be at the point where you are really ready to walk away from that because people don't react well to Threats. being threatened. And <laughs> if you give them that ultimatum, chances are they're going to say, well, go ahead. Go ahead, right. You know, and yeah. you're right. going to be without. So you better be yeah. at that point where you're ready to walk away because yeah. it probably will happen. Yeah. It's it's, it's the whole thing when we're, we're a teenager, right? We threaten our parents. I'm going to run away from home. And then mom's no. like, shoot, <laughs> let me open the door for you. <laughs> and then you're like, S H I T. <laughs> I did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, you said it like, wait, that's not the reaction she's supposed to have, you know? And, uh, uh, yeah. and she's like, yeah, you want to run? I'll, I'll open the door for you. Want me to help you pack some stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Hit, hit the road, yeah. right? So, yeah, be careful. Be careful what you wish for when you start threatening. Yeah. yeah. Number number nine, uh, don't stagnate. So, and again, I'm just going to quickly go back to my whole plant analogy, right? The yeah. plant has got to continue to grow. You've got to continue to feed it, nurture it, water it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the relationship is no different because if you don't do those things, it will stagnate. And as I mean, as you as you said earlier, once that emotional bond starts yeah. to break down, if someone else starts to feed that individual's emotional uh -huh. need, then you got problems. Watch out! So, watch out! <laughs> right. Number ten. We talked about this before in two or three of our previous episodes, and that's about looking outside. Right? Don't compare your relationships to others' relationships. Right. Looking over the fence, going, ooh, what do they have? What are they doing? What's going on over there? Uh, and, and trying to compare because you have no idea what their relationships really all about. Because you're on the outside looking in as it is. So you don't you don't know the internal dynamics. Uh, but that whole keeping up with the Joneses, so you think. Um, 
all of that and trying to compare your relationship to other people's relationships is a really, 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 really bad place to get to from an expectation standpoint, right? Get to that place where you can truly understand and love and appreciate what it is that, that the two of you have versus trying to say, okay, we only have this, but some friends over here have this, some friends over here have this. Why can't we have that? What What's wrong with you? What's wrong with us? Right, and because right. you're, you're looking on the outside for validation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So or you see your friend getting flowers and candy every week. Now you're yeah. mad. You come home mad. I don't get anything. <laughs> Comparing. Comparing. Yeah. Comparing. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and if you do feel that way, who should you be talking to about that? You should be talking to your your significant other, know. right? Maybe you don't need the flowers. Maybe that that man. Maybe those are I'm sorry, flowers and candy. Maybe you don't need the flowers you and candy every week. You don't. Yeah, I say, you don't know what the dynamics are in there, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, you you might be completely wrong. You might be thinking it's from her husband or significant other. It might be from her side man. We, yeah, hey, we, we don't know, be. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or he's so. giving them to her because he got a side woman. Who Trying. knows? Who knows? But I like what Trish had to say. We're always talking about the grass is greener on the other side. Heck, your grass would be greener. Green too, if you were watering. Water. It. <laughs> I talked about that earlier. Stop, stop not watering the grass. Right. Shoot. You used to water it once a week. Go back to watering it once a week. <laughs> I think you know what I'm one talking of, about. you do. Well, I think one of the best ones I remember you bringing up before was talking about how how a woman goes to bed. I remember you yeah. said you used to wear the earlier in the relationship. You know, you have on the sexy, sexy nightgown, the negligee. Yeah. Oh, a few, few years in, you got on the the long wool pants and the, the do rag, or short to the t shirt. Short to the t shirt, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So every now and then, yeah, you 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 have to water the grass, as as Trish said, one hundred percent. Yeah, and, uh, take your bonnet off. Keep the home fires burning. <laughs> a, a very old saying. So that brings us to the end of the list today. Uh, healthy uh, relationship expectations and, and, you know, ways to go about continuing to keep the relationship from stagnating, keep it growing. Because as we said, water it so it continues to grow uh, and nurture it as, as you move forward. Mina, what are your final thoughts before we wrap up and get out of here today? Well, I would say... Have expectations, but communicate about them with your partner. Mm-hmm. That magical thinking, it doesn't help. So communicate about whatever's going on and see if you can get them met. But give them that space to either agree or disagree. Don't expect them to just always come to your side. Mm-hmm. Except mm-hmm. when you're walking down the street and there's a woman walking by, a pretty woman walking by. Don't look. Sorry. We we obviously know that for Mina, that's that's a sore spot. So, so don't don't do that. She might push you out in front of a moving car. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Trish. Thank you, Patricia. Those were the only names I saw. Yeah. So. Uh, 
one of the last things that I, I want to say as we wrap up is, and it, it's just a summary of, it takes work. It's, it's work. It's a work in progress. And I think that's where people get lost in a lot of their relationship connections over time. Uh, is they get into a comfort zone. They, 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 they settle into this space and place of, huh, all right, well, wash, rinse, repeat, same thing day in, day out, right? Not thinking that, you know, the best thing to do is to try to liven it up here or there, do something fresh, do something different, find some new common interests, um, those kinds of things, because that's going to continue to keep the relationship healthy. Um, so you can keep moving forward, keep growing uh, as a couple uh, and, and all that. So that that's the last thing I just wanted to share is don't stop working. Just keep, yes. keep, keep, keep working. Keep intentional. Be intentional. Be intentional. And be in the moment, too, mm. as, as we talked about. Stay engaged. Be in the moment. Because that emotional bridge of all of the things, the mental, the physical, the emotional, that emotional bridge is, is actually the most important one. And that's the one you need to stand up the most because that's the one over time that's going to keep you guys in sync and, and together. So focus on keeping that emotional bridge strong. Right. That's all I got. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shut up because I've been talking for a long time today. What? You're done? That's it. Nothing uh -huh. else. Right. Hey, Tony. Thanks for watching. Yeah. And thank you, Melinda. I also saw Melinda. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We love you. We appreciate you for supporting us. Please yes, yes. like, click, subscribe, comment. Please subscribe on YouTube. We're yep. trying to grow there. Yep. Definitely subscribe on our YouTube channel. As she said, if you found value in this, please like it. Absolutely share. If you, you know other people, uh, friends, family, uh, et cetera, who would benefit from taking a listen to this, uh, please do that. And then uh, subscribe, as she said. Get over to YouTube yeah. and, and subscribe. And we will be dropping uh, this off on a podcast. So if you don't have a chance to watch the whole video, but you can catch a podcast on the run, you can definitely download that on uh, all of the regular podcast outlets, such as uh, Apple Music, uh, Amazon, Google Podcasts, and also Spotify. So you yes, can find Spotify. it there as well. Until Tuesday. Tuesday, we have a new Unscripted coming up. So we'll be looking forward to that. That will be coming out Tuesday morning for everybody. Uh, until then, have a great weekend. Much aloha to and everybody. We and, are uh, VOV Network on all those places. That's correct. VOV Network. Take care, Mina. To everybody, bye. Aloha. <laughs> Take care. We'll we'll talk to everyone soon.